Welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. Hi guys. <laughs> How are you guys doing? I am doing wonderful. So, um, just a little bit about what happened with me today. Nothing too deep. I'm just getting off work and I'm headed to the gym. So I'm trying something new where I actually work out for my life, you know? Um, today I went and got like this biometric screening done at work and basically, so I work at a hospital and basically what they do is they give you incentives every year to kind of get in shape and get healthy. And so they'll give you up to, up to $250 bonus on your, at the end of the year on your check. Um, if you do all of the incentives. And so one of them is getting like a biometric screening where they'll prick your finger and they'll take your, um, blood pressure and do all the things and get your weight and all that stuff. And so I did that today and it was interesting. <laughs> My blood pressure was a little high and I was like, oh my gosh, why? And I tried to do deep breathing and listen to the music, but it, she did it twice and it was still high. So, um, I just need to watch that sneaky stress because I'm the type of person, you know, I know like I have friends and people who they are so like open about what they feel and, um, if they're unhappy, but <laughs> I tend to be the type of person, like it's all good. And then actually something's brewing on the inside and I'm like, okay, the older I get, I need to actually process through, um, however I'm actually feeling because I think I had a stressful, it wasn't stressful morning, but it was more like just, you know, a couple things happened and I was like, okay. So yeah. Anyways, that's just a little update on my day. I just got off work. So I'm going to do this little short podcast in the time that it takes me to get from my job to the gym and just kind of give you what God has put on my heart this week and hopefully to bless somebody. So yeah, um, let's first recap. <laughs> I just want to say that I know my last podcast, I talked about uh, my first kiss in six years, almost six years. This month it'll be six years. And um, I just want to report that I'm doing well. <laughs> I know I was freaking out on my last podcast because it was, it was real to me. It was pretty, it was pretty deep, you know, but um I have seen the same gentleman. I've seen him at work a couple times, but I've just put my head down and kept moving. At one point, I saw him outside of my like my office area and I was walking my client out and, and I just kind of like shooed her out. Like I, I walked her out, but I, I kind of hid a little bit um, because I didn't want him to approach me. So yeah, I'm doing good. And the memories, you know how you have memories of something and it's it's almost like, it seems like it's it's the memory to actually keep, even though the thing might not have even been that great, but it's the memory of it. that's like, Oh my gosh. So, um, I feel like it was just the memory of the kiss and cause I had no man had been, no man has touched me. You know, I do like little church hugs, little side hugs where I like put my arm out and then I like move my body away from the person and I just do like shoulder, shoulder hug, you know? So I, you know, I haven't really, really, you know, had that experience in a long time. So, <laughs> so it was, it was definitely exhilarating, but I was walking through the halls today at work and I thought, man, it's fading. I don't feel all tingly anymore. When I think about it, it's just like, it, it, it's, it's good. I'm good. 
So I thank God for saving me and I thank him for saving me for my husband. Hasha Tabakasha. <laughs> so yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to talk about just briefly is um when people say God is in control. So okay, I have so much to say in so little time. So I had a couple of different scenarios that people talk to me about and at the end of them they said but God's in control and you know he got it so one of those situations I'm gonna give you three examples so one of them was um, I had a lady tell me that first she told me like six months ago she was engaged and I said wow I didn't even know you were dating wow so that's really awesome please keep me updated and you know I want to see pictures and all that well, she comes back to get her nails done by me and she tells me that they've broken up and he was, you know, not the man she thought he was and all of that. And she proceeds to tell me the story. Well, the story includes her moving in with this guy, her and her daughter, and uh, finding out that he basically was broke and it was just all this stuff. So... Then she says, you know, she told him she's moving out and he got upset and starts to go off on her. And she says, well, you can't hurt me because I'm God's child and he's not going to let anything happen to me. And (laughs) she said it. And I was like, oh, okay." And then it reminded me of another lady who told me a similar story where she was dating this guy and they had become intimate and Uh, they were considering moving in but they hadn't moved in together yet and come to find out he was married and so she told me that she had a conversation with God when she found out and after she went off on the guy and everything and she talked to God and she said how dare you and she goes off on God so she's telling me all of this and she says the final thing that she said to God was um I told God I said she said I told God don't you ever do that to me again and she said and I just heard the Lord say okay and so hold on hold on this is a woman y'all she's in her 50s and so first of all what what really touched what really like struck a chord with me you know and you might be thinking well did you tell her like did you you know slap her upside the head tell her she sound crazy no I didn't because first of all I had been you know I was her hairstylist and you know when somebody is past the point of you know, when you try to tell somebody something and it's going to be an argument or if their heart is open to receive it. And I felt like we were going to fight. So I, I just said, okay, well, if you feel like you heard God say that number two, <laughs> I was like, okay, everybody that says they hear from God, they don't be hearing from God <laughs> because God is not apologizing for your own foolishness. Okay. And then the, the last thing was, um, you know what? I can even leave that last one off. That's what I'm going to do. So we'll just, we'll just take those two examples. Now, as a hairstylist, over the years, I've had people sit in my chair. And I've heard a lot of the same types of things. And it, it boggles my mind. And one thing that I, I was brushing my teeth, I think it was the other morning. And I had this thought. And I said, you know what? I just had this feeling like this Gen Z this next generation, they're going to be okay. Who needs the help is the millennials. Y'all, 
I didn't know I was a millennial. I'm a millennial. <laughs> we crazy. I'm not. I'm just saying we, as in the sense of when 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 Nehemiah said we have sinned, even though he didn't do it. He's like taking on the burden of his generation. We have sinned against you. Only we have God. You know, have mercy on us, y'all. Our generation is so delusional. It's ridiculous. How do you think that you make a choice? And then you could say God is in control after it. I, I don't see. No, it's so many places in scripture. You guys, I looked up all these scriptures and I wrote it down. But then like, I don't have anything in front of me right now because I'm driving. But there's so many scriptures where it says, first of all, the one that the main one says, it says, I wisdom will cry out. I walk through the streets crying out. Somebody listen to me, hear me. And you still do your own thing. So wisdom is calling out in the streets. Come here. Come sit at my feet. And it's like people are just doing what they want to do. Uh, another one, another several of them say, especially the children of Israel, this was like, this was like the main thing. The children of Israel were God's chosen people, his own precious, special people. And they continuously in the word of God did whatever the hell they wanted to do. And God would let them fall into captivity because of it. I want, I want to say that this whole thing is about, you say God is in control, but no, you're in control. God is not in control. You are. And I know that may sound uh, blasphemous, but I'm not saying it in a way like, oh, God has no control. But what I'm saying is the Lord has already laid it out in his word, what we are to do and what we are not to do. When we step into a different realm see i think here's the thing i think people i think people have taken the grace of god to mean something totally different than it does i think people are taking advantage of the fact that when the lord says you know come to me you know i'll forgive you i'll you know all of these things erase your sins and or or because what i'm really seeing is it's not even a repentance that i'm seeing it's more so straight delusion straight like how do you go live with a man and think that that's okay with god how do you go and have sex with a man and you in the church you on the worship team you know you you are front row elder and think that god is okay with that and then gonna tell him don't ever do that again what the literal heck <laughs> i already said hell once so that's my allotment for the night i'm done y'all we have to do better we have to do better we cannot let me tell you something i'm gonna use myself as an example when i i'm gonna tell you something <laughs> this man at my job fine as he is and the one the one that kissed me the one i told you about in my last podcast I had a choice to make and God was wooing me to make the right choice. He couldn't make it for me. All I know is he was encouraging me to do the right thing. All I know is he was saying, baby girl, you belong to me. I, I got somebody for you. Just wait on it. Wait on it. And if I truth be told, let me tell y'all something. Truth be told right before the man kissed me, we were, cause we were in the park. We were in a like little open area. 
the lights started flashing. The street lights started flashing. Like, time to come in the house. You know how back in the day, your mama would flash the street lights like, hey, it's time for you to come on in. I kid you not. I heard the Holy Spirit say to my heart, he said, it's time to go. You know, it's time for you to leave. And I, and the lights started flashing. And it was right after. I, I was like, okay, God, well, I don't know how to end it. Let me just, I don't know how to leave. And the man grabbed my face and kissed me. You know, it was like God knew my 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 y'all he's a present help he's a present help i had a friend of mine tell me i was i was um in ministry school very particular about what i watch and i said man he was talking to me about some show or some movie and i knew it was one of those shows where the lord will tell me he'll say don't watch that i'll look at the rating and it'll say pg-13 but he'll tell me don't watch it so it was one particular movie and and I, he had already told me I couldn't watch it. And it wasn't like you can't because I have a choice. I could have watched it. But he knew how it would affect my spirit. So when God tells me no to this show, I'm like, okay. You know, I typically obey. Sometimes I know in the past, like I watched, um, this was a couple years ago when I was living in California, I watched Greenleaf. And God told me, do not watch that show. And I was like, God, but it's about a church. And it's, it looked like it's going to be good. Everybody was talking about it. And I disobeyed. And I don't know what I lost behind that. But I definitely feel and have and felt some level of the, the cost of my disobedience for watching it anyway. So I haven't seen all the seasons. I think I only did season one. But I felt pretty yucky afterwards. So anyway this friend he was telling me he said let's watch this such and such so show and I said mm, no nah, I, I can't I can't watch that why and I'm like I don't know I just I've just just heard a word not to watch it he said oh I hope I'm never that sensitive and I said person you know I like I was like oh you hope you're never that sensitive when do we get to the point as believers where we just want to get by with what we can get by with and get away with what we can get away with and do whatever the heck we want to do. Like, I feel like that's kind of where a lot of not everybody, because some people listening to this may be just on fire for God and doing wonderful things. And that's great. But to those of us who have become stagnant to the point where we're making up our own rules, something has to shift. Something has to change. It's not good. So this gym is packed, y'all. This gym is packed. I went in here the other day and this man came out and he followed me to the Walmart and he was like, hey, ask for my number. I said, no, because I just got out of some foolishness and you don't look like you saved at all. <laughs> Ignore me. Y'all. I'm tripping. Anyway, it's really packed. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, what was I saying? Lord, help me. I just want... I might even do a part two on this and kind of expound a little better and come with my scriptures. But I really just want to, we have to open our eyes, guys. Like, we have to, as believers, um, we got to do better. So, yeah. Anyway, I am at the gym and I want to open up, I think my next, I think my next podcast we'll talk about and we'll get some scriptures out for um, the next, you know, the next one but let me pray I, so so basically i have i do have a point i just got all distracted when i pulled in here because i'm nervous like there's so many people here and i don't know it's like after work so i don't know that i want to be like with a bunch of people anyway um but yeah i'm gonna sit here for a second so yeah 
I think, y'all, that we have to do better. If God allowed his own precious special people to be taken into captivity for years, hundreds of years in some cases, just because of their disobedience, why do we think we could get away with some of the crap we're getting away with? I'm going to put this out here and y'all can shoot me if you like. If you are living with your boyfriend and having premarital sex or you just living with your boyfriend. No, sorry. If you just having premarital sex, it's sin. It's sin. It's just sin. And that's just it. It's other things that are sins. If God is saying it and we're doing the opposite, it's sin. And when you can no longer hear the voice of God correctly, like the woman who said, you know, I told God, don't ever do that to me again. I said, are you kidding me? Like there's a delusion there. And and it's not just, oh, she's crazy. Y'all, I do hair. I hear everything. And I mean, I'm shocked. And it's sometimes like a righteous indignation will rise up in me and I'll fuss and I'll be like, look, no, that ain't God. You know, I've I've lost some clients to that where I've told them, "Why are you living with this dude? Get out of his house." If you know like you no. So anyway, um I I just wanted to say that a lot of the foolishness that we as people of God go through and blame it on God, blame it on God is because of our own choices. He's not in control. You are now he's in control. Here's here's where God is in control. When God told me to go get my Mercedes, right? Here's a good example, and then I'm gonna close. This I'm driving a 2019 Mercedes. I got this car in 2019. Uh, it's not a car; it's an SUV. It's beautiful. When I went to get this car, the Holy Spirit told me go get the car. Right? I said, "Cool. I'm not going to get no Mercedes. I'm going to Toyota. I'm gonna get me a little bitty baby. Um, what what's some little not Camry?" Uh, the smallest, the smaller one, a little small, some kind of little something and something that my car notes will be super cheap and that I could just kind of rock around in because I knew Gianna would be going to college soon. And it would just be me. I don't need no $50,000 car. You know, I don't need all of that. But God told me, he said, go get the car. Go get, go get what you want. <laughs> so let me tell you how God works. This is how he works. When you're obedient to him, then he's in control. When you are disobedient, you're in control. You can't just slather on whatever the hell you want to slather on and then say, God going to fix it. That's not how this works. So God told me, said, go get the car. He had been telling me. He had been telling me. And I was so, I'm like, Lord, I don't even have a steady place to live. Like I'm living on somebody's couch. Like I don't have a place to to live myself. How am I going to go get a a brand new, brand new top of the line vehicle and I don't have no housing how God how so I questioned him and I disobeyed I delayed it I mean I delayed that thing I'm not proud of it and I'm not saying it proudly but finally my cousin it was my cousin who spurred me on because she called me crying talking about she got a a new Audi it wasn't brand new it was like used but it was her dream car and how God just blessed her she was like I just I didn't think good things could happen anymore. And I was crying with her. But honestly, I was thinking, God, my AC went out of my car four months ago. He said, yeah, I told you to go get a new car four months ago and you didn't obey. So that day I got off the phone with her, that very day I said, "I'm okay, 
All right, then. You tell me, go get a car. I'm going to go up here, right? I'm going to go up here. And if they tell me no, that's on you. Because at that point, <laughs> when you're being obedient, even though they say delayed obedience is disobedience. And that's so true, y'all. But I think God had mercy for me because I was just thinking logically. Like, how can I pull up in a Benz living in someone else's house? I don't even have my own house. What am I going to tell these people? I'm not paying the rent or nothing. What am I going to tell them if I pull up in a Mercedes? <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But I said, you know what? I, honestly, I was thinking, this ain't going to even work out anyway. So I'm going to go make this appointment. Call the Mercedes dealership. Made the appointment. And I went on up there. Y'all. I'm in the car. So, you know, I got the car. I don't know how. Even when I filled out the application, I didn't even really fill it out with purpose. I just scribbled some stuff and I'm like, I hope y'all can read my social because this is it. So, I. but here's the thing. When you're in obedience, God is obligated. He's obligated to cover and to keep what he, what he said he was going to do. He told me, go get the car. It's yours. You know, he's telling me now some other stuff and i'm like well i don't see in the now i have no you know no savings for that god what how are you gonna fix it how are you gonna do it he just said go do it go look at it i will meet you there y'all they approved me for this car handed me my keys i've had this car going on two years never missed a payment you know what i'm saying like he has taken care of me. I did end up getting a place to stay in an apartment. And when I got back to the people's house with this new car, they already owned two Mercedes. So they were like, welcome to the club, baby girl. Look at God. I said, how, Lord? I could have never guessed. I was praying all the way to their house. Like, Lord, please don't let them kick me out on my ear and, and cuss me out. This is so backwards. Like, oh, my God. So anyway, I just wanted to encourage you guys. If you stay in obedience, if you get in, get in obedience, stay in obedience, then God is in control of that. And I want to be honest with you, too. It's sometimes where you're going to be in obedience and you're still going to receive a no or you're still going to receive, you know, a not yet or whatever. And I want to encourage you keep obeying God, because a lot of times he's wanting to build a level of fortitude in you that you will need for the future. You can't. um I'm learning this myself. You know, we can't back down from when God says no to something like, I'm, I'm sorry. No, stop. Let me, let me rephrase that. When you hear no, we can't always back down and say, oh, well, maybe it wasn't meant to be. Sometimes he's, he said, I'll teach your, your, your fingers, your hands to war and your fingers to fight. So sometimes in a battle, you got those, you got, so like, for example, in a boxing match, you have those people that, you know, it's a KO, where it's like a knockout on the first punch, but it's rare. It's rare. When you're in the same weight class as somebody and y'all boxing it out, it take a couple rounds usually for the person to be knocked out. And so a lot of times God is saying, I'm building up your endurance so that you'll know when you face in situations that are difficult and you hear a no and you keep hearing a no, you know, all you need is that one. Yes. He's teaching you how to push through, fight through, continue on. So, um, if we, if we just always get what we want in that moment that we, that we ask or that we apply, then we won't learn and we won't grow. So anyway, I'm done. I just wanted to encourage somebody today. Be in obedience because when you're in obedience, God is in control. But when you're in disobedience, all the hell that breaks through and breaks loose on your life is you. You can't be sleeping around and then you get AIDS and then you're talking about 
God, why you do this to me? No, you did this to you. You did this, you know? It's our choices and our decisions. We have to be in obedience. So I'm done. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you, Lord, for who you are, for how you love. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your joy that you've placed on the inside of us in Jesus' name. Lord, I, I just pray for my generation. I pray for my uh, the, my generation of the millennials. Lord, you showed me the other day that Gen Z is going to be all right because they're just that crazy, just that free that they are just going to freely choose you. So I thank you for Generation Z. I thank you, Lord, that they will not look to us for examples, Lord, unless we walk in this thing right. But I pray that they will actually like really, um, really pave their own way to you, God, and teach the generations coming up how to how to serve and love you, God, in their free way, in their, their uh, expressive way. But Lord, the millennials, Lord, God, Jesus in heaven, help us. Help us, God. <laughs> help your people, God. And not to say that all of them are bad or wrong, but some of the ones I met, Lord, it's just crazy. I just pray, Lord, that you will remove the spirit of delusion that has come from disobedience. Lord, that you would move, remove the spirit of deception in Jesus name. And Lord, that, that man, that your people can walk in freedom in the mighty name of Jesus, like real freedom. And Lord, that we won't be afraid to obey you. I know for me, I was afraid to obey God and walk away from that dude because it was like, I don't want to be alone for the next six years. I've seen people in their eighties and they're by themselves. And it's like, go on and take this risk girl, because otherwise you're going to be by yourself. And I'm like, I might be willing to take that risk and just repent later, but no, 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 no. Lord, I pray, Lord, I pray. I pray God that your people will be willing to wait on you, Lord. Even if it takes a thousand years, God, that we can wait on you so that we don't have any Ishmael's God, but that we will get the promised Isaac, the promised husband, the promised wife, the promised son, Lord, that thing that you promised us, God, I thank you in Jesus name. And I just want to say one last thing um, that God has really, really, really been, been impressing upon my heart. And I've been hearing it everywhere. I hear a word is, um, we have to begin to declare, not only begin, but we have to keep declaring what we want to see and what God is saying in the earth, not just vain declarations, but God is saying some things. He's speaking some things. If you're hearing things more than once, twice, three times, go ahead and begin to say what God is saying over your life. If he's saying that you are uh, a Joseph in this season and you're, you're going into your wealthy place, you're stepping into the palace. I'm telling you, you know, he's changing your clothes. Say, God, I thank you. You're changing my clothes. God, I come into agreement with heaven that my clothes are being changed. My name is being changed. I thank you, God, that my, you know, my situation is everything around me is being changed, is shifted and being changed. You know, begin to declare what God is saying about you. Don't let it just drop. Cause I used to hear a word from God and I'd be like, Oh yeah. Thanks God. Cool. No, now you have to actually war. Dang, he just hit that baby upside the head with that. <laughs> Sorry. Now you have to actually war with, um, wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. He playing. I'm like, girl, girl, let me get out this car and save that baby. So yeah, anyway, so now we have to war. So God, thank you so much. Y'all, thanks for listening. I'm going to go in here and work out and not be embarrassed and try to do this in the next 30 minutes. Hit this treadmill and um, and bless God. I will talk to you guys next week with more updates and fun things. Okay, bye.